Hello, and welcome to the Happy Hangout Podcast with Christy Darty. So each week I do devos and doodles, which is a devotion, and then I do doodles on Facebook. However, this is a podcast, so we will just discuss the devotion here. And if you want to get creative and uh, do some lettering, then you can go find the replay on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Hey, could you take a moment to go leave a review for the podcast? That would be amazing so other people can know they definitely want to listen to. Let's get started. Today is going to be a good day. We've decided right this second, no matter what. Even though we're going to talk about morning today, how fun is that, right? (laughs) I'm going to start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, this wonderful Monday morning, and we ask you to help us turn our day around if it hasn't started off so great. Um, give us peace and patience and enthusiasm um, to, to get this day going. And Lord, I just um, thank you so much for our community of believers or anyone seeking that's come together to listen to anything you want us to hear today. And Lord, please let the words come out of my mouth honor you and um, not um, be offensive to anyone in any way. You know my best intentions, but you know, I'm human. That's all I'm human. So thank you, Lord, for everything. Um, And again, this wonderful day and you're in my prayer. Amen. Good morning. Okay. I'm Christy Darty. If we haven't met, hello. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Anybody who wants to text 1903- 287-9176. If you'll just put in the letters VIP, you'll be on my list and you'll get notifications for when I go live. Okay? Okay, we're going to start with the Beatitudes today. We're on, we're on the week two. Last week, what did we talk about? What did we talk about? If y'all remember the first Beatitude? This is a pop quiz. Poor in spirit. Okay, awesome. I'm going to show you what we did last week. Okay, we did this fun layout. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So today we're doing Matthew 5, 4. Jesus says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. This is a line right in the middle of the Beatitudes portion of his famous Sermon on the Mount. Each Beatitude starts with a blessing. Another word for blessing, we talked about this last week is happy. Jesus is giving ways to live so that we can live the happy and blessed life. The world does not reward the kind of living Jesus is talking about. It's not the world. The world does not <laughs> um, honor us that for, for that, right? They don't, they're not, oh, yay, we're going to reward you for living what Jesus says, right? It's, it's not how it works. The world doesn't, um, but God does, all right? So here's where I found this, this uh the study, I'm going to paste it in the comments, and I thought it was really good. I want to make sure to give credit to the Pastor Grant Etheridge. And I'm just going to go through what he said, because I thought I can't say this any better myself. Okay, the world says, are you blessed when all your dreams come true? You are blessed when everything goes your way. Jesus said, happy are the sad and blessed are the brokenhearted. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Happy are the sad and blessed are the brokenhearted. What in the world does that mean, right? What does that mean? He talks about we grieve. Okay, all of you, has everybody grieved over something? Do you know what grief feels like? When I went back to 
I was thinking very beginning of life. I remember my grandfather that I didn't know very well died and I was probably, gosh, four, five, I don't know. But I remember it being like so important to the adults. I was just like, oh, there's this big thing. But I was a kid, all I wanted to do is play with my cousins. I didn't grieve over that. I didn't even know what that was. And the first time I feel like I felt a little bit of grief was when I was 12 or 13, I had to move to a new town in the middle of seventh grade, the middle of the year when people had already built their relationships. There was a school that was like, we would call snobby. <laughs> I was from a little town. I did not understand. So I grieved the friendships that I had. You know, um, it was scary, right? And then, and it sounds like just a minor grief, right? Because Mimitone, I'm not sure how to say her name, lost her husband 12 years ago, and it still hurts sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the second time I remember was heartbreak from the loss of a boyfriend. Y'all, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. It hurt so bad. It was like someone died. You know, it was like a death. And, you know, here I am 16, but it really felt like it just felt so heavy. There's many of you who have gone through way, way more heavy things than that. I'm blessed that I haven't had someone. Well, I've had my grandpa did pass away, but he was sick for so long that, yes, I grieved it, but not not like the boyfriend. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Um, definitely know what grief is. I know you know what it means to grieve. We've all had losses. We've all had different things to grieve. Um, and this is what uh, Pastor Grant says. Each one of us has a story, divorce, abuse, job loss, a broken relationship, cancer, infertility, a terminal diagnosis. Everyone experiences natural sorrow. God made us with the capacity to cry. Many heroes of the faith cried in scripture, including Jesus. Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 3, 4 says, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh. God uses tears to heal a broken heart. Well-meaning people may say, don't cry, but Paul said sorrow, but not as those who have, <clears throat> have no hope. In addition, in addition to natural sorrow, there's a supernatural, supernatural or godly sorrow that leads to repentance. So 2 Corinthians 7.10, Peter, Isaiah, and others grieved over their sin. Jeremiah wept over a nation. Jesus wept over Jerusalem. We should be saddened by the things that sadden God. Sin is no laughing matter. What breaks God's heart ought to break our hearts as well. So when you think about um, the grief that we're talking about, the loss of our, our husband, Sandy, I'm so sorry. You know, um, Linda lost her dad eight years ago. I'm sure it still hurts. hurts. Donna lost her uh, mom. It's, it's so hard, y'all. Um, to get through these things in the Beatitudes talking about those who mourn does it is that the kind of grief um, that he's talking about so let's look let's look a little bit more we grow there's a purpose in your pain not God never waste our pain in fact there's blessing in our pain I was recently reminded in a devotion that God blesses the broken when Gideon broke the pictures the hidden light began to shine when the poor widow broke the seal of the oil God multiplied it and met her needs. When Esther broke etiquette and protocol, risking her life, God saved the nation. When Jesus broke the five loaves, he fed the multitudes. When Mary broke her alabaster box, the fragrance filled the room. When Jesus was broken by a crown of thorns, 
nails, and spear. The blood was poured out that cleanses from all sin. God blesses the broken. Here's a song by Andre Crouch that says, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong, but in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his work. I thank God for the mountains and I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through. For if I'd never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. That's a good line. For I, if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Amen. So all of these losses that we've had, how did we get through it? How do you move on? How do you get through those things? Even though it still hurts, you're still alive. You still have purpose, right? So Matthew 5, 4 says, let they shall be comforted. Comforted. This is good too. There is no maybe here. They shall be, right? This is the promise of God. God promises reward to those who mourn. It will be worth it. They shall be comforted. What does the Bible teach us about comfort? So 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles that we, so we can see so that we can comfort those in trouble with the comfort we, we've ourselves received from God. I'm going to read that again. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. The Greek word translated comforted is also used to describe the ministry of the Holy Spirit from John 14, 16. Like kids run to their parents when they get hurt, we can cry out to God for comfort. When we sin, we can cry out to him for forgiveness. Then, I love the way Pastor Duran Gray puts it, when we lament and repent, we are sent. Some of the very reasons Jesus came were to bind up the brokenhearted and to comfort all who mourn. God has placed us here on earth in our city and sphere of influence at this time in history. We are his hands and feet. We are the body of Christ sent to represent him. Will you cry out to the God of all comfort today and let him forgive your sin and heal your brokenness? Then let him use you to bring healing and comfort around you. So when you've been through all of these trials and heartaches and you've mourned, has it helped you have empathy or sympathy for those around you where you can help comfort them? Let's see what you have to say. Loss of mom, loss of dad, a dear friend, 40 years last month. I mean, we don't forget about those things. It's, it still hurts. It's still, you still miss those people, don't you? I think about, um, some of you might have known Carrie Grants. She is, um, she was, she passed away a few weeks ago and she was an amazing artist and she's she taught in my lettering groups and oh my gosh, she was so inspirational. She loved the Lord. She had her own website, her own um, sticker subscription, all the things. And I still look around and see things that remind me of her 
almost daily. And it's, I mean, I didn't know her that long. I met her once and it just, she touched my heart in so many ways. Love the scripture, precious. In the sight of the Lord is the death of the saints. Psalm 116, 15 helped me so much in the loss of both of my parents and husband. Wow, I'm so sorry for your losses. Going through challenges in life has helped me empathize and help comfort others. Amen, Cindy. It really, it really is what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to share that with others. And I know um, one thing I did, I've, I've been through two miscarriages years ago, you know, 20 years ago. And I remember how hard, how hard it is to, um, to go through that. And you don't hear about it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know anybody that had had one, but then when people find out it's just like they come out of the woodwork and it's I guess you just don't talk about that real you know I'm just like randomly hey so um I had people reach out to me and say that's happened to me that's happened to me that's happened to me and man it gave me so much peace and comfort to know I wasn't alone right my 86 year old uncle died this morning after battling cancer my heart is heavy but I trust in Jesus uh we love you Bisbee gal we love you and I'm so sorry for your loss okay Darlene says I've heard that sometimes our pain points us to our purpose. Girl, every week you say something that's so profound. I love that. Let's say that again. I have heard that sometimes our pain points us to our purpose. I love that. So Ellen had six preg pregnancies and have two live daughters. Man, man. Thank you, Lord, for those two live daughters. And I think I'm going to see my babies in heaven again. My babies. I think I am. I, I I had miscarriages pretty early on, but still, I, I really, I really do. I do, and I hope you do too. I think you will too. As we wrap up the podcast, I want you to think about what we talked about in the devotion and how can you apply that to your life today? What are the things maybe that God was speaking to you about today? So I want to leave you with my favorite scripture, Matthew 5, 16. Let your light shine before others so they can see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Don't miss your opportunity to be the light in someone else's life today. Have a good one. See you next week.